All right, man, let's get it started. Episode 146. You guys are now rocking with the best. This is the best of seven sports talk. I'm Seven Mitchell. Salute to you guys. I've got the big homie D Money also in the building. Y'all know how we rocking. What's up, Money? What's happening, bro? Blessed and highly favored out here. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, that's the vibes. That's the energy that we moving with. Here's get ready to start training camp and the preseason and everything for the NBA. Mm-hmm. Everything about to really kick in a high gear, bro. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No doubt. So let's get things kicked off right, bro. Talk to me about what's going on with Kevin Durant and the Memphis Grizzlies, because reports are coming out of Memphis that they are interested in KD but with specifications. So as of right now, they're trying to get Memphis is looking into putting in, I guess, five first round picks for KD. I guess that's going to be the starting offer they're going to go without trying to lose anybody. Um, on my guesstimation is to really go after KD, they're going to have to let go of somebody like maybe Brooks and uh, Jackson, maybe, to try to let him go, um, to try to really go for him, because the Nets obviously want guys that could play now with futures for KD. So That's my thing. Kevin Durant is arguably one of the top three players in the world. Mm-hmm. I know you don't want to be stupid as far as making decisions in the front office, but w- these general managers are trying to hold on to these pieces to their teams like they're better than Kevin Durant. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? Realistically, no team really is in position to hold anything if you got the opportunity to bring a healthy KD for four years. A generational talent at that. Yeah, you got to get rid of Uh everybody. I know you're trying to stack the deck and think you're going to keep some pieces well, Brooklyn wants it all, mm-hmm. and rightfully so. But at the end of the day, what you're giving up, you're going to get in return. Mm-hmm. Plus, Brooklyn is the team that's not going to get what they're giving. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching all these organizations. I see Denver was interested in um, Kevin Durant. They made it known. Uh, Milwaukee, the Bucks also inquired. This Miami. summer about KD, Miami. Mm-hmm. But everybody trying to hold certain pieces back, and I kind of get it. But no, this is Kevin Durant we talking about. You clear the damn deck. I got to talk to some of these damn bosses. Like this is crazy, bro. <laughs> and what does that say about what does that say, D Money, about Kevin Durant as far as the statue that he has in the league? I think the narratives are killing Kevin Durant right now. Um, mm. It's a lot of. So a lot of narratives is already kind of put out against them. And then them going out the first round just made it worse. You know what I mean? Like, it's like him going out the first round just erased everything he's done in his career, which is kind of nuts to me. Like, the Nets didn't just have a crazy season, like a weird season at that. So, and it's not his fault that they had that type of season. I mean, he got hurt. But, I mean, most of that is due to Kyrie. You know what I mean? So... It's just one of them things, man. I, I don't know what people are seeing. I guess they figure uh, quantity is better than quality, but, you know, we'll see. It is what it is. You said it's generational talents, though. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. You can three for one generally doesn't <clears throat> add up or be equal. But if you got three 
role players or even two, three, two stars in a role player. Mm-hmm. You get Kevin Durant, a healthy Kevin Durant, and locked in for over three years. To me, that's a good trade. And I and I think they're talking about more so his age, but the way that Kevin oh, Durant is man. skilled, bro, Kevin Durant can play for as long as he wants to. Like and you're not gonna stop down. him. Then he sit down for like a year, two years mm-hmm. due to the injury. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna stop him from scoring under 25 points, bro. Everybody needs 25 points automatic. You're not gonna stop him from doing that. So I don't know, bro. It's NBA is different nowadays, apparently. Now I told you the X factor with Brooklyn is going to be Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's expected to be ready for the next training camp coming up in late September. He has been cleared for three-on-three basketball activities following the uh, back surgery that he had back in May. What's your thoughts now on Ben Simmons? Because we don't know if Kyrie and KD is going to remain in Brooklyn for the whole year. It looks like they're going to start in them uniforms, but I don't know if it's going to finish. But let's just hypothetically say Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, you know, plays the whole season. Don't you think Ben Simmons is going to be a key piece if they're going to make a playoff run, a deep one? That's a fact. Um, another thing, too, uh, Kyrie going to have to relinquish that ball to Ben Simmons. You know what I'm saying? Just like how he did with, with uh, Harden. You got to trust Ben Simmons the same way, bro. So it, but you're it taking really comes away, down to that. I think you're right because Ben is a great passer, good facilitator. And he's tall. Mm-hmm. He can see over everybody. But you're taking away Kyrie's strength mm-hmm. if you take the basketball out of his hands. Yes, he can score, but we know his strength is breaking defenses down. Mm-hmm. So how do how does that work if you take the ball out of Kyrie's hands to give it to Ben just because he's a better facilitator? Now you're making Kyrie weaker. It works if you pick your spots with Kyrie. I think Kyrie has to do a good job of picking his spots two dance like uh i say like maybe about fourth quarter or uh just pick times to kind of just turn it on you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i think he'll have his moments just like he did in in the um in cleveland where lebron just let him kind of do his thing in key moments right you know so it's more so just picking your spots when it comes to Kyrie. you just can't be the guy to to, to come down with the basketball all the time because then we're playing iso ball again, and that's not the direction that I know KD wanted to go in the first place. Right. So. <clears throat> Real interesting, man. I don't know. Again, I'm still stuck on. Um, you still stuck on that BI. <laughs> I ain't even tripping off of that. Like, that was <laughs> you know, like Brandon Ingram is <clears throat> trying to keep Brandon Ingram so you don't want Kevin Durant. Like, that's just so ass backwards to me. Hey, man, listen, I heard on Twitter today, uh, I heard some guys saying that uh, that B.I. is better than um, Kyrie Irving. And I'm just like, I'm just flabbergasted. Man. I don't know what's going on with basketball people nowadays. That's insane. <laughs> I don't even entertain that type of crap. Um, Udonis Haslam re- mm-hmm. has announced that he's going to be coming back for his 20th year, playing again more likely with Miami if they will have him. Uh what do you think about UD not retiring, sticking around for one more year? Why not just bring him on as a coach? You don't need uh, to take up a roster spot to, 
to do that. You know what I mean? I I just don't. I don't you know. Like, see, I don't like he like still got like the, that, the hunger and the desire. Do you feel like Miami owes him that roster spot because he's been there so long? Or do you think that one roster spot is hurting Miami from getting to the? They punch? don't. They don't owe him anything. He's ran his course. You know what I mean? If anything that I would say, I'll guarantee him a coaching spot in the in the staff. You know what I'm saying? I'd I'd rather you do that than take up a spot that I could give to like an 18, 19 year old that could potentially uh contribute to the team. Right. Um, I mean, what can he contribute now? Maybe just words and being a body. That's it. You know what I'm saying? You a walking pit. That that's it, bro. Like this, you know, you're not you're not the same guy, clearly. You know what I'm saying? And half the time that you're over there, I understand you're trying to keep the team kind of uh fired up. But mm-hmm. sometimes, man, it'd be, you know, it'd be a little bit too much, man. Just kind of come back as a as a coaching aspect or being like the mouthpiece for the team. I'd rather you do that than just, you know, take up, you just taking up spot, roster spots at this point, man. You can make the same thing probably just talking. What's interesting to me, me what's interesting to me coming out of Miami, I watched the interview with um, Tyler Hero. He did a mm-hmm. podcast interview with Jake Paul. And Jake Paul had asked him about next season with Miami because, you know, the talks are about a possible Donovan Mitchell, you know, all these guys coming Mm -hmm. to Miami. And Tyler Hero was like, we want to run it back. Like, he don't want no additions. He don't want Donovan to come to Miami. He wants to keep the same team and run it back. I think that that, to me, is, is stupid. And Tyler Hero is being exposed. He's showing that he's threatened by anybody <laughs> new that's going to come into Miami and might possibly take his spot. Because if you run it back with the same team from last year, like he talked about they was one game away. That was in the Eastern Conference Finals. What about the finals? This same team, if you run it back, is not winning the whole thing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So when I heard him say that, I'm like, yeah, he threatened. He don't want nobody to come in there and take his spot. And that's more important to him than winning a championship, which should be yeah, crazy to me. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that, bro. I, I, um, it, it might be vindicative of of jo- uh, Jimmy Butler's influence on the team as well, because that that I, that's a such a Jimmy Butler thing to really say to me. To be you honest. think so? I think so. I think I think he's that type of person that will, you know, if he got guys, a good group of guys that he doesn't mind going to war with. I mean, he kind of wants to keep those guys around. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do kind of um, get that energy from Jimmy, but we have seen Jimmy link up with people. You that's know, true, yeah. when that's Jimmy true, had that mentality, you know, back in Chicago, really wasn't doing anything. When he was mm-hmm. the only one in Minnesota, wasn't really doing anything. Once he linked up with Joel and uh, Ben Simmons in Philly. Mm-hmm. That's when things start really taking off for him. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, he does give you that vibe that they'll stick with who they got. But I know deep down, if Jimmy Butler know if they could get Donovan Mitchell over there, you got to take that, bro, because you're gonna need some help. Mm-hmm. Very true. So, so that was crazy. And then we talk about Donovan Mitchell, the New York Knicks, their latest offer uh, for Donovan Mitchell to get him from the Jazz. They are offering Evan Fournier. Obi Toppin, additional salary, and two unprotected first-round draft picks. That's five total picks. But the Jazz said no. 
Same thing. I don't know what to tell you, bro. Same thing. <laughs> New York is trying to hold on to all these pieces, all Jay Burtz and all. Like, like you got to get rid of them guys if you want a superstar or a star to come to your tent to to the you know to your team. Because mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson, I think they overpaid him, bro. They did. Hundred twenty million dollars for what? They did. <laughs> now, if he come out there and and you know, live up to it, then, you know, I'll, I'll apologize. But as of right now, just based off of history, nah. And even for for a player like Donovan Mitchell, like, come on, man. It, you don't have nobody's on, nobody on the Knicks is better than Donovan, bro. It's not, it's not, it's not rocket science at this point. <laughs> nobody, no real. two people, no two people. <laughs> um. Oh, I got one thing to inject inject in here too, bro. So uh, what are your thoughts on the interview that, um, what's my guy name, uh, from the Celtics, Tatum? He revealed that he had a fracture in his wrist um, all th- and he, that he was playing with all throughout um, the finals. And even before the finals. And, you know, he doesn't want to make that as an excuse. But apparently it was a surprise to people that he was run, he was playing with this um with this fracture. So I kind of want to get your ideas on that. I like Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. You know, I was really re- rooting for him. That statement right there, though, Jason Tatum full of shit, bro. <laughs> I hate when people say they don't want to use anything for an excuse, but they wind up saying it. What the fuck is you talking oh, about? Oh boy. <laughs> and it could I be true. That last. Because the finals, he definitely struggled. Yeah. So I could been. see the reality in it. Mm-hmm. And I understand him not bringing it up in the finals because that definitely gives an excuse, but it is an explanation, a realistic one. But don't talk to me now about it and then say you don't want to make an excuse. Well, motherfucker, what are you talking about it for? What do you think I'm about to think about it now? You know what I'm saying? So I ain't really trying to answer from Jason Tatum. Whatever the hell happened to Jason Tatum, he better get it together because Jalen Brown, to me, surpassed him mm-hmm. as the leader of that team. Maybe not the best player. But Jalen went for it, and he was productive. He yeah, stepped man. his game up. It actually made it actually in in in, in hindsight, it actually made uh, Tatum look kind of crazy. Not it did. It did. And it and it made other players look, look how good Al Horford looked at some moments, and you know Marcus mm-hmm. Smart looked good. Like everybody for Boston stepped up a level to get to mm-hmm. where they had to go, with the exception of Jason for the most part. He had his moments, but. I don't want to hear that shit from Jason Tatum. <laughs> Get it together, homie. Get it together. I do believe in you, but oh, I ain't boy. trying to hear none of that. We <laughs> heard that from a lot of everybody play hurt shit. You yeah, know yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't want to get the name of the school wrong. I don't know if it's called Duquesne University or Duquesne University. I'm not sure. But Bryce James, the youngest son of LeBron, had announced that he has received his first D1 offer. Okay. 
Okay. I like that. He on his way. Bryce is the youngest one, right? Yeah, I didn't know he could yeah. play. Nah, bro. Bryce is nice. Like for for me, uh, he might be better than Bronny in the long run. In the long run, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's wild, Bryce seems bro. to have Bryce seems to have the size and everything for him working yep. in this direction. So yeah, we'll we'll see. And there's less pressure on him than Bronny. Because first of all, you're not named, you're not LeBron Jr. That's number one. Mm-hmm. You're under that. And you are going to, all the pressure really is on Bronny. It is. So even if Bronny doesn't succeed or exceeds expectations, Bryce can still come in the league and make a little name for himself. There ain't no pressure for him to try to uh, outlive his father. So you think it could go into a case where it'd be like Michael Jordan's sons, where they just kind of fall apart when they get Michael to that Jordan point? family. I don't I don't even what his sons was doing. What his sons do? I don't even know what's up with MJ. <laughs> them they was were they hoopers? Yeah, they were hoopers. About two or three of them were hoopers. I can't remember. Only only who I know in the Jordan family other than Michael was Larry. His brother used to beat his ass. I don't remember. I know he got the sons, but I don't remember them. <laughs> I'll say that for another podcast. Yeah, I, that's something. I'll, I'll yeah, we, that, that might be a Mitchell report. I'm going to have to dig into. I might have, <laughs> yeah, that might be one of them ones for real. <laughs> Before we get up out of here, man, um, I do want to ask you what's your thoughts about Dennis Rodman saying he's going to Russia to uh, try to save Brittany Griner, he's going to meet, meet uh, reportedly with Vladimir Putin. It's Dennis Rodman, man. I don't... I, I, I really don't have no words for it. I mean, listen, if it works, cool. I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? Oh, but, I mean, it's... If it's, it works. It's really? Dennis Rodman, man. <laughs> I got to talk to the bosses about this. What? All right. So, okay. It's it's already far enough that you went and went to Korea, whatever, right? That that was kind of like, all right, you on the you teetering a line, and now all of a sudden we finding out that okay, you cool with Putin like that? You want to, you know, arrange he, something? You yo, he 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 too stupid for his own good. He <laughs> let it be known that he is friends and rubbing shoulders with two of the biggest enemies of the state. that's crazy to me and we really think Dennis Rodman a man who dressed in drag Mm -hmm. is going to be the is is going to be able to do what the U.S. government ain't been able to do really yeah man it's 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 wild out here bro man Putin they might (laughs) they might keep his ass too they might (laughs) detain his ass Fuck! What's going on? Hey, nah, you Rob? ain't. Yeah, you ain't going home either. How about that? Yeah, he <laughs> part of the LGBTQ. Yeah, he want. He, he probably man. He better keep his ass home. <laughs> the hell he talking about? He got permission to go to Russia. He says he got permission. I wonder who he got permission from. Yeah, who you talking to over there? What kind of secrets you releasing out? See, they, yeah. these are questions we gotta ask. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you know? Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I really got to talk to the bosses about Dennis Rodman, man. Oh, I think it's clout boy. chasing, bro. Yeah, possibly. 
I ain't well, hear I this mean, man. Look, none this, you know, we found out about Britney in March. Mm-hmm. She's been detained since February. She just got nine years. Now this man coming out talking about he got connections and he about to make a move. What the hell is he going to be able to do? She's already been convicted. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, how the fuck he going to go over there and change the law? Yeah. Shit sound crazy. Maybe they yeah, maybe they'll swap. Maybe they'll keep him. <laughs> they'll keep him and, and let Britney go. Yeah, Who you I guess ever you had? know. You ever had Britney or Dennis Rodman back home? I, I would love to have Britney back home because somebody just being as young as she is, I, I think she needs to be back home. Dennis, Dennis got six bro, rings. we lost we lost Dennis a long time ago. Like you want to be real about it? <laughs> Dennis, Dennis has, got rings. He does, yeah, that's cute. You should keep his six rings and keep his behind here then. <laughs> Were you about to put your six rings up to get her out? Like this is these are questions, man. I'm I don't understand, bro. <laughs> I don't. I don't. That's crazy, man. All right, guys. We are up out of here, man. Episode 146. Real precise, straight to it. Y'all know how we rocking. Salute to the fans of the NBA community. Big up to my brother, D-Money. D-Money, let everybody know, bro, what you about to get going on um, when it comes to your project and where we need to be at to chime in with you. All right, man. My um, my tag is D-Money23 on Twitter. Just um, look me up. I'm going to be doing early morning spaces for football. You know the season's about to be crazy. Everybody's excited. Um. And then on the weekends, I'm going to start something called uh, Gridiron Bullies, which um, we'll be doing a lot of um, not just predictions for um, for the NFL weekend, also reviews as well, mm-hmm. along with maybe some some fantasy things if um, anybody plays fantasy. So we got that planned out. You know, my 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 OG over here can help me out. So we're going to see how we're going to rock. Man, we definitely going to turn it all the way up now. Before we sign off, I just want you to tell everybody the real, real, real reason why you put 23 after your name. Who's the real 23? <laughs> did, did LeBron James not inspire you to put 23 after your Twitter name? LeBron did not inspire that. It was just happened to be my age at that moment in time. Just, just... <laughs> <laughs> This guy. Really? Hey, I love, love LeBron, boy, I tell you. It's cool. It's the king. (laughs) All right, man. I am Seven Mitchell. This is the best of seven sports talk. You guys stay safe and we will catch you guys next week, man. All right, man. I want to thank you guys for listening into another episode of the best of seven sports talk. I'm Seven Mitchell, man. Make sure you follow the show to be sure to be notified about the next episode. Also, I'll put the link tree link in the description so you can follow us on social media as well as donate and contribute to our platform. See you guys again on the next episode. Peace.